the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Georgine Rice Show podcast. This program was originally broadcast live on 93.9 KPDQ. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Friday edition of the Georgine Rice Show. James Blend is producing and engineering portions of today's program. Sam Maupin the balance of today's program. We'll, of course, take a look at the headlines. We'll also look at the lighter side of the news and in the second hour of today's program, the Christian Outlook. We'll hear from pro-life activist Abby Johnson. She'll talk about the FDA's recent announcement that patients can now receive the abortion pill by mail or at retail pharmacies. Bob Burning will talk about the toll abortion is taking not only here in the U.S., but all across the the, uh, the globe. And we'll hear from Virginia's Attorney General Jason Mayoris. He talks about his investigation into some school districts that may be discriminating against Asian Americans. And we'll hear from Aaron Wilcox of the Pacific Legal Foundation about the legal battles against uh, anti-Asian American bias. That's all coming up on the second half of today's program. First, to look at some of the day's headlines, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said the U.S. is going to be hit by uh, the debt limit on January 19th. Today, by the way, is the 13th, at which point the Treasury Department will take extraordinary measures, that's in quotes, to avoid default. She called on Congress to raise the debt ceiling as soon as possible, with the government on track to um, max out on the uh, 30... um, Got a big smudge right here on the thirty one point four trillion dollar borrowing authority next week. Without intervention, the government could be left unable to pay its bills by June. It's unlikely that cash and extraordinary measures will be exhausted before early June. She wrote in a letter to the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, extraordinary measures, including delaying some payments, including contributions to federal employee retirement plans to free up funds for essential payments, such as those for Social Security and debt instruments. Well, the debt limit is the total amount of money the U.S. government is allowed legally to borrow to pay for existing obligations, including Social Security, Medicare, military salaries, interest on the national debt, tax refunds, and other payments. According to the Treasury Secretary, I respectfully urge Congress to act promptly to protect the full faith and credit of the United States. Well, they certainly have to respond, but it seems a bit late to put the nation in this situation, which has been... um, Long in the making is irresponsibility um, personified. The CDC announced today that it's investigating a safety concern linked to the use of the updated Pfizer COVID vaccine booster in seniors. Following the availability and use of the updated, um, it's bivalent COVID-19 vaccines, CDC's vaccine safety data link A near real-time surveillance system met the statistical criteria to prompt additional investigation into whether there was a safety concern for um, stroke in people ages 65 and older who received the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine. Bivalent, the agency said in their statement, the CDC's vaccine safety monitoring system detected the early signal in the booster, which is designed to inoculate against the original strain of the disease as well as Omicron subvariants. The um, 
uh, type of stroke happens when a blood clot prevents blood from passing through the arteries to the brain. There's no evidence uh, conclusive that uh, uh, this kind of stroke is associated with the use of the company's COVID-19 vaccines, Pfizer and BioNTech said in a statement. Pfizer also said that health officials have not found similar findings on numerous other monitoring systems in the U.S. and across the world. The signal was not identified in the Moderna version of the vaccine. Well, in a meltdown mode, Pelosi and Schumer are not thrilled after a new bill requires care for babies born during failed abortions. That tells you a lot about where we are as a nation today when our leaders are lamenting the fact that babies who uh, were not uh, killed in the process of an abortion should not receive any effort to uh, save them after those failed efforts. And a war warning, the Secretary of the Navy says the U.S. may soon face a tough choice on Ukraine support. Secretary Carlos del Toro, he warned on Wednesday that continued support for Ukraine will be difficult if weapons makers don't ramp up production in the next 6 to 12 months. Hunter, China, and more. A mystery is swirling around the Biden think tank after classified documents were uncovered. Accountability at stake. GOP chair Elise Stefanik is pushing a bill to rein in Biden policies, fueling the inflation fire. And in a born alive backlash, Vice President Harris called the bill requiring infant care after a failed abortion attempt extreme infant care and extreme. Hmm. It's getting hot in here. The White House responded to the gas stove ban backlash, saying essentially, never mind. Citing no experience, the FAA system meltdown caused Twitter users to blast incompetent Buttigieg. And musical chairs, controversial Noah Oppenheim is out on uh, NBC News, pivoting to a new production role on NBC Universal. Good for Dems, James Carville wants George Santos in Congress, saying Democrats can beat him like a political pinata. Quite the survivor, a micro preemie baby on the edge of viability just celebrated a first birthday. But of course, there are some who believe that child should never have been permitted to thrive. Love Me Tender, Elvis Presley's only child, Lisa Marie, has died. She was 54. I just hope and pray that somewhere, at some point, she had an encounter with Christ. Big differences. Democrats are scrambling to defend President Biden during the classified document scandal. And Abe assassination. Prosecutors uh, shared a big update on former, uh, I should say Abe, former Japanese prime minister's uh, murder. Prosecutors in Japan have formally charged the man suspected of assassinating the former prime minister, Shinzo Abe, with murder. The suspect was arrested right after he allegedly shot Abe with a homemade gun as the former leader was making a campaign speech, not for himself, but for another, in July outside his train station in Nara in the western Japan. Age is just a number. Democrats push to amend the Constitution so that enthusiastic and impressionable 16-year-olds can vote. Security questions. The White House won't say how many people could have accessed the classified documents in President Biden's garage. Openly lied. Well, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy on Thursday defended his decision to keep California Democrats Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff off the House Intelligence Committee, arguing that Schiff openly lied about the Russian election interference and of a disturbing briefing he received from the FBI on Swalwell. He said, if you got the briefing I got from the FBI, you wouldn't have Swalwell on any committee, end quote. Home sweet home. Emails suggest Hunter Biden had access to the garage where the president kept classified documents and his Corvette, of course. Saying this is infanticide, abortion survivors call out the opposition to the born alive bill. 
saying Grandpa got caught shoplifting. Late night hosts are mocking the president over the classified document scandal. Awkward. MSNBC's Andrea Mitchell, she scolded a colleague for using the term pro-life. Things took an awkward turn after the host scolded a reporter in the middle of his report because he used the term pro-life. That is prohibited, apparently. Reporter Garrett Hawk, he was explaining to Mitchell why Representative Nancy Mace, a Republican out of South Carolina, had voted for two pro-life bills this week, despite telling MSNBC she wished her party would focus on birth control access as a measure to stop abortions instead. President Biden has extended the COVID public health emergency. The White House's Department of Health and Human Services has extended the COVID-19 state of emergency. HHS Secretary Xavier Bizcarra announced the decision on Wednesday via a declaration titled Renewal of Determination that a Public Health Emergency Exists, end quote. (coughs) President Biden, he said during a television interview in September that the COVID-19 pandemic is over. Apparently not so much. Additional classified documents have been found in Joe Biden's possession from his uh, time as vice president. And the same week news broke that Joe Biden had taken classified government documents from his time as vice president and the Obama administration to a private Penn Biden center office. Another story Wednesday reported that those weren't the only sensitive documents the former vice president took with him in an alleged violation of the Presidential Records Act. The FAA slowly came back online after a massive technical delay causing cancellations and delays. The U.S. Federal Aviation Administration lifted its ground uh, stop order on Wednesday morning after suffering a nationwide technical outage causing mass cancellations and delays. The travel chaos was caused by the failure of the FAA's notice to air missions system, uh, which alerts pilots and other personnel about Uh, airborne issues and other delays at airports across the country. Representative Mike Gallagher plans to probe the China-friendly corporations with a new committee to keep China accountable. The incoming uh, chairman of the new House Tough on China committee is putting big tech, Disney, and NBA executives on notice as the panel prepares to probe into the Chinese Communist Party's growing influence within the U.S., Representative Mike Gallagher, who will oversee the House Select Committee on Strategic Competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party, announced. You saw that a lot of Democrats ultimately came down in favor. They expressed recognition of the threat posed by the Chinese Communist Party, particularly the economic component of the threat is what Democrats tend to get motivated by. Well, BlackRock is set to lay off 500 employees. The world's largest asset management firm is cutting up to 500 roles in its first round of layoffs since early 2019. The reductions represent less than 3% of its global workforce of 19,900 and come as severe market declines last year weighed heavily on the revenue and asset under management. You're listening to The Georgine Rice Show. Quick break. We'll be back to wind our way back through some of the headlines. You're listening to The Georgine Rice Show podcast. It's aired on 93.9 KPDQ. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to The Georgine Rice Show. We're looking at the uh, the last couple of days' headlines, and we'll look at the lighter side of the news in the next couple of segments. James Blind will join me for that. Well, federal officials race to retract the idea of banning gas stoves U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission Chairman Alexander Hohen-Sarek issued a statement on Wednesday assuring the public that his agency has no intention of banning gas stoves after a commission official drew the ire of the cooking public 
by suggesting the appliances might be banned in the near future due to the alleged health threat they pose to Americans. A federal judge has ruled a Catholic hospital must perform trans surgery. A federal judge ruled on Friday that a Catholic hospital in Maryland discriminated against a biological female patient who identifies as a transgender male by refusing to provide him with a hysterectomy. Him, her. Jesse um, Hammonds, the transgender patient, was represented by the American Civil Liberties Union in a lawsuit against the University of Maryland Medical System, which operates St. Joseph Medical Center. The hospital was uh, purchased by the University of Maryland Medical System in 2012 with an agreement that the hospital would continue to operate in a manner consistent with Catholic values and principles. The hospital also has to comply with a formal reporting mechanism to ensure St. Joseph is held accountable for its Catholic identity. A representative of the Archdiocese of Baltimore serves on the hospital's board. Illinois has banned the sale or possession of so-called assault weapons. On Tuesday, Illinois became the latest U.S. state to ban the sale or possession of said weapons, just hours after the legislation's passage in both chambers of the Illinois General Assembly. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the Protect Illinois Communities Act into law during a ceremony at the state capitol in Springfield. Stacey Abrams has been ordered to pay an additional $231,000 in legal costs. The failed Democrat Georgia gubernatorial candidate, Fair... um, Fight Action Group has been ordered to pay a quarter million dollars in legal costs by a federal court. Fair Fight Action, a voting rights organization founded by Abrams, was ordered to pay $231,303.71 in legal fees after their longtime predominant case, Fair Fight Action versus Raffensperger, came to a close with the federal judge ruling against them. Excuse me. Well, the Florida legislature is looking to ban China from purchasing land in the state. And Attorney General Garland has appointed a special counsel to investigate the Biden documents. The attorney general on Thursday named Robert Hur, a former U.S. attorney during the Trump administration, as special counsel to examine why classified documents were found at the president's home and office, intensifying scrutiny of Mr. Biden's actions after he left the vice presidency in 2017. House Republicans and Democrats joined forces to block the oil sales to China. Dozens of House Democrats joined Republicans on Thursday to pass the legislation that would prevent the Biden administration from selling any more oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to China or Chinese-owned companies. The House easily passed the bill, 331 to 97. Every Republican voted for it. 113 Democrats, more than half of the House Democrat caucus, joined the GOP. Speaker McCarthy is willing to release 14,000 hours of January 6th footage. House Speaker McCarthy said Thursday he's willing to make public unreleased security footage from that event on that day at the Capitol when pro-Trump protesters breached the complex to protest the presidential election. I want to be very thoughtful about it, but yes, Mr. McCarthy said in his weekly presser, I think the public should see what happened on that day. I watched what then-House Speaker Nancy Pelosi did, where she politicized it for the first time in the history as a speaker, not allowing the minority to appoint to a committee, he told reporters. We watched the politicization of this. I think the American public should actually see what happened instead of a report. Well, shot to the heart, Moderna is developing an mRNA injection for heart attacks. They're developing an mRNA shot that is injected directly into the hearts of heart attack and heart failure patients. The vaccine uses the same technology as the company's flagship 
COVID jab and is designed for people weeks or months after a heart attack. Four House Democrats crossed the, uh, crossed the aisle to support a GOP-sponsored Born Alive bill. And the U.S. is on the verge of crashing into the debt ceiling. The federal government is hurting, rather hurtling toward a $31.4 trillion debt limit, which will likely be reached within weeks, setting the stage for a summer showdown in Congress over the debt and spending. Illegal immigrants are causing chaos at a New York City hotel. Thousands are being housed at New York City hotels at taxpayer expense. The, an employee from the uh, the row, one of the hospitals, one of rather one of the hotels, one of New York City's best known hotels, became a whistleblower Wednesday after he released video and photos of immigrants trashing the hotel, leaving fresh food out to rot. It's a disgrace, he went on to say. The employee, whose name is Felipe Rodriguez, on the Ingram report. Uh, the chaos that we see at the uh, the row, the name of the hotel today, is caused by migrants being drunk, drinking all day, smoking marijuana, and consuming drugs, he said. He also said that uh, Roe is struggling with domestic violence among migrants, young people having sex on the stairs, and a fight between the migrants and hotel security. Residents in a Detroit-area community can now sacrifice animals at home for religious reasons, after several months of contentious debate and pressure from Muslim residents, um, Hamtramck City Council voted Tuesday night to allow the religious sacrifice of animals on residential property. Muslims often slaughter animals during the holiday of Eid, and uh, Hamtramck um, has one of the highest percentages of Muslim residents among cities in the U.S. Well, the gas stove debate is heating up. We're hearing different stories. Don't worry about it, but the discussion continues. The gas stove furor is emblematic of Republicans' broader efforts to thrust the president's environmental agenda into the nation's ongoing culture wars. With the GOP taking control of the House, these efforts could increase pressure on federal agencies as they race to finalize climate regulations over the next two years. Has the inflation rate slowed? Well, the headline inflation rate slowed last month. 6.5% from November's 7.1%. Yet Americans are still paying far more for goods and services than last year, as the inflation rate still rests at a nearly four-decade high. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve is still planning on hiking the interest rate by at least another three-quarters of a point, as uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell still noted that inflation is far from the targeted rate of 2%. Of course, the biggest factor keeping the inflation rate high has been federal government spending, Thanks to Congress passing Joe Biden's spending spree bills, Manhattan Institute economist Brian Rydell warns rising interest rates risk pushing government interest costs, annual budget deficits and total government debt to unsustainable levels. Well, deep blue California is awash in debt. It only took California Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom one year to blow the Golden State's $98 billion surplus and saddle residents with a $22.5 billion Deficit. Team Biden says the president ran out of time to talk about immigration when he was in Mexico this week. The administration and Mexican officials met Monday to discuss a number of issues facing the two neighboring nations. According to administration officials, the primary subject was supply chains and drug smuggling issues. The subject that was glaringly absent in their discussions, however, was the ongoing border crisis. It was reported that uncontrolled migration across the U.S. southern border was on the agenda, but the two leaders ran out of time. Hey, you're listening to The Georgine Rice Show. We're going to take a quick break and we'll return. 
You're listening to the Georgine Rice Show podcast. It's aired on 93.9 KPDQ. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to the Georgine Rice Show. James Blend is going to join me momentarily as we take a look at the lighter side of the news. But before I invite him to do that, this day in history, night or rather 1794. I was around in 1974, but 1794, no. President George Washington, he approved a measure adding two stars and two stripes to the American flag after the admission of Vermont and Kentucky to the Union. The number of stripes would be later reduced to the original 13. 1915, a magnitude 7 earthquake centered in um, Avezzano, Italy, claimed about 30,000 lives, one event. 1941, a new law went into effect. Uh, granting Puerto Ricans U.S. birthright citizenship. 1990, L. Douglas Wilder of Virginia became the nation's first elected black governor when he took the oath of office in Richmond, Virginia. 1997, seven black soldiers were awarded the Medal of Honor for World War II valor. The lone survivor of the group, former Lieutenant Vernon Baker, he received his medal from President Bill Clinton at the White House. 2000, Microsoft Chairman Bill Gates, he stepped aside as chief executive and Uh, promoted company president Steve Ballmer to the position. 2009, President-elect Barack Obama, Obama, uh, his nominee for Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton, vowed during her Senate confirmation hearing to revitalize the mission of diplomacy in U.S. foreign policy. And finally, on this day in history, 2018, a false alarm warned of a ballistic missile headed to Hawaii. The message sent the island into a panic. People abandoned cars on the highway, prepared to flee their homes. Officials apologized and said, well, the alert was sent when someone hit the wrong button during a shift change. My question is, is that person still employed there or not? Oh, my goodness. A ballistic missile is headed toward you in Hawaii. There is no escape. Oh, sorry. My bad. Hey, joining us is James Blend. He is the producer of this program, but today he is co-hosting the lighter side of the news. Thank you, James. Hello, Georgine. How are you? Oh, I'm hanging. Anything exciting planned for your weekend? No, I'm going to try to um, get some rest and get over this cough that I've struggled with all week. I I, I know the feeling. I, I have over have other tasks. I've got a, a, a bit of work to do. Uh, I, as you know, we have uh, around here, we have files that we have to keep for a number of years. And, uh, you know, we have to get them ready every quarter and store them. Well, Unbeknownst to many, I've been storing a bunch of them in my garage at home, and I'm going to bring them back when no one's looking. Okay, my question is, are there classified documents in your garage? Is there a Corvette parked in your garage? Does the Chinese Communist Party have access to those documents, Mr. Blend? Okay, I can neither confirm nor deny the confidentiality of any of the documents. The Corvette is, in fact, a matchbox car, (laughs) Um, and... Speaking of being behind, you want to know who had nerve enough to send me a mailer? Publisher's Clearinghouse. The Publisher's Clearinghouse. And the first word that I saw when I opened the envelope, and yes, I opened the envelope, congratulations. (sighs) Now, why isn't there some sort of federal investigation into this? Congratulations. That implies that not only may I have already won, but that I've already won. You know, it it reminds me of the, the movie The Princess Bride. You remember that movie? I don't think you. I don't think it means what you think it means. Exactly. You keep using this word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> You're entitled to receive a thank you reward valued at $30. Find your certificate now and enjoy the reward. And then there's like 75 pages that were crammed into this envelope. 
and you have to go through every single one of them to find the certificate to enjoy my $30 reward, when in fact I have been waiting for, well, several dozen years now for the big prize. You know, the, uh, what is it, $5,000 a week for life? But I wanted you to witness this because I was hoping for some kind of a publisher's clearinghouse intervention on your part. I am going to circular file these just to give you an opportunity to bear witness that my therapy, self-induced, self-inflicted. Yeah, no, actually, I'm going to ask that you uh, tear them to shreds first. What? You can go back in. After the show is done, you can go back in and grab those out of the round file. Well, I don't really have time to tear them to shreds at this time. Uh, I'm happy to talk about, uh, you know... uh, Hey, we, I mean, we can talk, I'm sure there's things we could talk about whilst you do that. We've got a great remote coming up next Friday. Yeah, I, I'm the host of the show, so I, I better just throw it away intact. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I think it's going to wind up in your garage. <laughs> or yours, more, uh, more likely. Yes, you're right. We have a big assignment this weekend. I am, I'm actually excited about next week. I mean, that's my favorite thing we do every year. Mission Connection yep. 2023. Here am I. What next? That's the theme this year, and you're invited. As you probably recall, it's free of charge. You do have to register. That's a way of keeping track of who's coming and going and so on. But that's coming up Friday night and all day Saturday at Sunset Church. Looking forward to it. We'll be broadcasting remotely from 4 to 6. Yes, we will. Because that's when we're on from that location. So if you happen to be there, I think the first set of workshops are at 5.30. 5 or 5.30. Yeah, 5 or 5.30. Yeah, it's... You can look it up, but... It's uh, in that time frame. Yeah, we'll be there, so check us out. Usually we're visible from... And you'll and you'll be the there entrance. most of the weekend uh, yes. because you're emceeing it. I am. I'm looking forward to that. And I get to join the worship team on a song. So oh, dear, that's really about cool. That. Yeah, I've never had that opportunity, so... And they've got some great speakers this week. This, oh, my this goodness. Weekend. Yeah. One of yeah. my favorites, of course, uh, Will Graham, you know, mm-hmm. the, uh, Billy Graham's grandson. And uh, we had him on the show a couple of years ago. The new and president I was, of Multnomah. Yep. Uh, and so uh, there are a lot of people are very impressed with and uh, good lineup. I looked at we were looking at the uh, schedule of uh, sessions and they're very impressive, too. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. it. It really is my favorite remote that we go out on every year. Yeah. And of course, there are dozens and dozens of exhibitors and yep. there are there's all kinds of stuff for you to Whether do. Whether you're interested in becoming a missionary or just going out on a short term mission Whatever stage of life you're in, there's something literally for every believer out there. Yeah, whether you're thinking about going abroad or Mm -hmm. want to engage in mission here at home. So it's a great, encouraging opportunity if you're wondering, you know, what's God doing in the earth? Uh, That alone is a good motivation to come and discover, yeah, he's about much more than we we imagine. And it's got the best best price possible. Yeah, free of charge. And it's uh, supported by... Sponsored by area churches, dozens and dozens of them. So we're really excited about that coming up Friday uh, and Saturday. All right. The lighter side of the news. What do we got here? British hotel chain lost and found items include puppies and a wedding cake. Now, I wonder, how do you lose a wedding cake at a hotel? This is a travelodge. It revealed the most unusual items left behind at its British locations. Well, that may explain it. In 2022, including a pair of Japanese chin puppies. They just didn't notice they weren't with him. And a soccer team themed wedding cake. Travelodge operates 580 hotels in Britain. Uh, said some of the most unusual items to pass through its lost and found offices in 2022 include a pair of puppies. Um, J-Lo and Ben, that was their names. Uh, Bath Central location, 
in Liverpool and a Liverpool club themed wedding cake, as I mentioned, uh, where the wedding's best man had been staying. Uh, Some other unusual items to be uh, reunited with their owners included a pair of donkeys named Daisy and Duke, uh, keys to a Sunseeker Hawk 38 powerboat, an oil paint of Queen Elizabeth, a matching pair of Segway scooters, four-foot-tall model gingerbread man, a seagull, and a six-foot Longwu Chinese dragon. You know, the thing that that strikes me here is that uh, some of these are pretty high-end items, including a wedding cake. They're high-end, and they're huge, some of them. They're huge, but the thing about it is I don't know much about Travelodge in the U.K., but Travelodge here in the States, uh, you know, nothing against them whatsoever, but I wouldn't put them, say, in the same league as the Waldorf Astoria (laughs) or the Benson. You know, if I'm thinking, where am I having my wedding, I'm not thinking Travelodge. Yeah. So the fact that some of these items are there is just baffling to me. Yeah, it is pretty baffling. Let me tell you about a lost and found story the night before last. I've, I've had a lot on my mind. I'm taking care of my mom. She's recovering from pneumonia. I had to pick up some things for her at Fred Meyer on the way home. I went to one that I'm not used to going to, went in, got the item she needed, came back out to the car, making my way home. The next morning, got ready to go to work. I changed purses because the one I had carried the day before did not match my shoes. Girls, you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, my wallet wasn't in there. So I looked around. It wasn't in my coat pocket. It wasn't in the car. I couldn't find it anywhere. And then it occurred to me, I had been to Fred Meyer the night before. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. I left my wallet somewhere at a foreign Fred Meyer. So on my way into work. Because I hadn't noticed it until later in the morning. On my way into work, I went to the Fred Meyer. I was crestfallen. I was praying, of course. Get out of the car, looking around where I had parked and went into the uh, customer service, lost and found. And I said, I've, I've left my wallet here, I believe. And he asked me to describe it. And he went to a drawer. And he didn't look very promising. And then he lifted up what was, in fact, my wallet. Somebody, apparently I had dropped it in the parking lot. It had been driven over by a vehicle. You could tell that it it was damaged somewhat. Uh, but everything that was in that wallet was still in the wallet when it was returned to me. When he handed That's it to me, miracle. I just started crying because I couldn't believe I didn't have to spend the rest of the day calling. You know, uh, I lost my debit card. Can you help me? Um, anyway, it was returned to me. I was so thrilled and thankful that somebody, and I'm sure there are far more honest people than we imagine because most of what we read about are the people who are dishonest. But somebody went through the trouble of picking it up off the street, off the road, the parking area, taking it into customer service, turning it in where I could retrieve it the next day. So how's that for a lost and found story? That's awesome. I mean, I, I, you know, wallets are something that uh, my wife and I are both akin to lose. And so I don't know if you could see from here, if you see the little shiny bit on I my wallet. Um, I, I got a wallet recently that uh, has a place for what's called an Apple tag. And the Apple tag uh, connects to my phone, and as soon as I walk a certain distance away from the wallet, it beeps at me and tells me it's been left behind. And if I can't find it in the house or whatever, I can track it in an app. Um, And so, thankfully, the days of losing my wallet and my keys, because I've got one there too, have now passed. (laughs) Well, I've never lost my wallet before. This is a first. And I think what happened was my purse that zips across the top. I think it was unzipped. I was trying to juggle three bags instead of just taking the cart all the way out and unloading the car. And my purse tipped over and I think it may have fallen out 
in transit, and I didn't notice that it had fallen. I mean, the thing's huge. I don't, yeah, know I don't really lose it. it either. Usually, nine times out of ten, it's you know the fact I you know. My, my daughter wouldn't do it now. She's seven, but when she was three and four, moving daddy's wallet was funny. Mm-hmm. So you're going to blame it on that girl? Oh, a little bit. And uh-huh. then the other one, I'm going to, uh, and it's my fault for leaving it in my pant pocket, but uh, a couple times it wound up in the wash. Oh, dear. Uh, so that, that definitely happened. Uh, but uh, when we were away at uh, Disneyland a few weeks ago, we talked about that last week, um, we... Uh, I actually left it at the hotel one day in the room, oh my and about goodness. halfway in my walk to Disneyland from the hotel, it bleeped at me and said, hey, you, you, you left your wallet behind. Here's where it's at. Now, didn't you say just a couple minutes ago, I don't, I don't lose my wallet? Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to take a break. There is that. Yet. But I didn't lose it. I knew where it was. See? That, it prevented that. Yeah, I knew where mine was, too. It was on the street at Fred Meyer in the parking lot. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about something else that has been lost at a Dallas zoo, an escaped clouded leopard. Huh. That and more when we return. You're listening to the Georgine Rice Show podcast. It's aired on 93.9 KPDQ. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to the Friday edition of the Georgine Rice Show. By the way, coming up in the second hour, this week's Christian Outlook. We'll be talking about the issue of uh, pharmaceutical abortions or Chemical abortions, we'll talk about um, the toll that abortion has taken here in the U.S. and abroad, as well as uh, discrimination against Asian Americans, how that has become acceptable and now being confronted as it should be. All of that coming up in the second hour of today's program. And I might add that it was expertly recorded. Clearly, he's engineering today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as I mentioned, the Dallas Zoo is still searching for an escaped clouded leopard. How do you miss, you know where they need to go to that travel lodge in the UK? <laughs> I wouldn't be <laughs> or, at all surprised. Or, or Joe Biden's garage. Or a parking lot in <laughs> Fred Meyer. Exactly. Anyway, the Dallas police are helping the zoo continue to search for a missing clouded leopard. It's a small cat. It was initially believed to have escaped its habitat overnight, but may have been taken. Uh, the zoo posted on social media Friday morning that the zoo is closed due to a serious situation. Yeah, a code blue. It indicates a non-dangerous animal was out of its habitat. A non-dangerous habitat. It's a leopard. Does that qualify as non-dangerous? According to what I saw from the Dallas Zoo, they believe that it is no more dangerous than other animals wandering around Texas. Okay, you're talking to me now, right? I yeah. See, the thing about it is, is that could Dog, be that cat. could be a fruit fly for you, and, and <laughs> it's a problem. A moth. You know, oh, do they... not even don't even get me started on moths. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm telling you, this this is a serious story. Anyway, um, his name is Bolsonaro. He spent twenty seven point six million dollars. He is, by the way, the president uh, of Brazil, and he's been reported to have used his corporate credit card for expenses above um, the U.S. five million dollar mark during his four years in office. Between 2019 and 2022 on luxury hotels and restaurants, bakeries, ice cream parlors, ice cream parlors, household and fishing items, pet food and cosmetics, according to the data agency. And needless to say, they're just a little put out in Brazil. Uh, The retired army captain is currently at the um, United States of in the United States, rather, of Florida, where he flew before the end of his presidency to avoid participating in the um, 
inauguration of the his successor. He's denied any involvement in last Sunday's riots in which hundreds of his followers stormed the National Congress, the Presidential Palace and the Supreme Court headquarters in Brasilia. Uh, he uh, dispersed 13.7 million do- million. Uh, I think it's Ries is the uh, currency in hotels uh, in one hotel alone. Uh, there, the former president, um, he spent two hundred and eighty-seven thousand equivalent U.S. dollars. His food expenses, ten point two million dollars, slightly over two million in U.S. Uh, and bakeries' expenses worth one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars U.S. So apparently, it pays to be a, a president in Brazil, although he has been um, replaced by the current president. Whoops. Yeah. Well, uh, birthday celebrations are sure to become a big deal for an Alabama family. They have three members who were born on the same day. Parents Cassidy and Dylan Scott welcomed their first uh, firstborn on Sunday, December 18th, which also happens to be their shared birthday. According to a Facebook post, this is an exciting time for any family, but it's extra special for this family because they all share the same birthday. Now, I'm guessing this kid's not going to like that idea when he's about 10. That's right. On Sunday, December 18th, a chance that is 133,000 to one occurred when their daughter, uh, Lennon, was born. The hospital's post continued. She held on until 1230 a.m. just in time for the celebration. Uh, And that was the birthday of the mom and the dad. Pretty cool. You know, it's one of those things. I usually do not advise anybody to uh, go out and buy a lottery ticket. But with the uh, one billion dollar Mega Millions, maybe they're the one person I would give that advice to, because that <laughs> are crazy odds. But uh, I already anticipate losing Mega Millions tonight because I didn't buy a ticket. Yeah. And I won't. Yeah, me me too. Well, a four-year-old child got stuck inside one of those claw machines. I always loved, I was so intrigued by those things. You know, the claw comes down oh, and yeah. kind of grabs something. You never grabbed what you wanted, but it would grab something and you could direct it somewhat. Well, the child named Poppy Pike reportedly became trapped inside the claw machine in Australia after her oldest sister convinced her to climb in. Thank you, older sister. After getting stuck <laughs> in the claw machine, a four-year-old may have learned a valuable lesson. While at a restaurant um, in Queensland, Australia, Poppy Pike apparently found herself in a predicament. Well, Melanie Pike, Poppy's mother, uh, caught the moment on video when she discovered her daughter was trapped inside the machine. According to uh, local news, Poppy's older sister had uh, convinced her to get inside the claw machine in order to grab the teddy bear that she really wanted. Well, Pike and her partner were reportedly enjoying lunch when they were alerted of Poppy's difficult situation by the eldest daughter in the family. At first, we just thought her arm was stuck until we walked outside and saw her fully in the machine. Now, I want to know is what are they doing sitting down eating inside when the kids are outside? But that's a whole other subject. Uh, Poppy was able to get out in a matter of five minutes, but five minutes is a pretty long time with careful instruction from Pike. Uh, Poppy was able to direct herself back through the hole she had originally entered and was uh, videotaped as well. Once Poppy uh, freed herself from the machine, she was instructed to return the stuffed animal, which she had taken. Kind of a sad ending. She got in, she got out, she got the toy she wanted, but then she had to put it back. You know, you could preach that. There's some morality tale in that. You know, it's pretty much what happens, though, when you play that claw machine. Hold on. You get you get what you want, and then you pretty Don't much have to put it back. Don't come into the devil's playground. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What was that? 
I, I said uh, that's pretty much the moral of the, uh, the 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 claw because you pretty much get what you want, and then before you get it, you have to give it back. That's right. I'm telling you, you could preach that. Oh yeah. All right, we've got news, <laughs> news and traffic at Let the top. Let me tell you something that doesn't let go of you. It's Jesus. All right, now. See, there we go. We could be a preaching team. That's what I'm saying. We could I'm travel saying. all over the country. Hey, that gives us something to do. Yeah, maybe not. Who's going to book us? Nobody. 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 Well, we're going to ponder that thought, news and traffic at the top of the hour, and then we'll be back with the Christian Outlook. Thanks for listening to the Georgine Rice Show podcast. If you'd like to download a podcast of the show or would like more information on today's guests, please visit the show at kpdq.com or on Facebook. Follow the show on Twitter at G. Rice Show and like us on Facebook. And join us live every weekday at 4 for more critical thinking for critical times on 93.9 KPDQ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.